Say that again. I have been touched. Put your hand on your neighbor. Say you have been touched. Put your hand on them. Say you have been touched. Changed. Healed. Say this totally free from sin. Say that again. Totally free from don't play a song that long but let me tell you when you understand his love and what it has done for you you can say I have been touched I have been changed I have been delivered because of his love Mm. my 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 what a way to start off this week of being touched by mercy and living on grace podcast welcome to this fifth episode i want to thank you for joining me on today i am your host patrice butts and i am i am just grateful that this month is june and god is still continuing to use me I want to congratulate our May gift card winners once again, Ms. Tracy Belt out of Columbus, Georgia, Dr. Latanya Mister out of Louisiana, Mildred Pilman out of Eupora, Mississippi, 
and Miss Shirley Bledsoe out of Columbus, Georgia. Please, please continue to share your testimonies of who, of how this podcast has touched you. Share it with your family, your friends, those that just need a word of encouragement to inspire them to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Because that's what it's all about. Us making disciples, not making a name, but preparing God's people for the work that lies ahead. And as we enter this new month, a new series, I'm just excited about what God has given me to help you and me to continue to grow close to him. And this is a hard month for me. It's my Mother's Day and it's that one year anniversary coming up of my daughter, Taranisha, passing away. May 10th was the last time I heard her voice, which was Mother's Day. And it's my sixth year without my mother. So just continue to lift us up doing prayer as you have your time with God. Just think about me and my family. Um, as we move on, you must be in a personal relationship with Christ Jesus. I can't tell you enough. I can't say it enough so that you could grasp these teachings and to live the kind of life that I am sharing with you. Um, God is so amazing and his love is, 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 is even more greater than we can. We can't, we think about man's love and compared to that kind of love, it just can't be explained. Um, last week I talked about that unfinished business and how you have to trust the process because God is doing something good in you. He started something. He is transforming you into something you can't even imagine. Y'all look at me. I never would have thought I would be preaching and teaching God's word or even doing a podcast. So I'm excited. He begins this by inviting you to accept the gift of salvation that he can impart his Holy Spirit in you. So he can do a great work. He has promised to finish it in you. And now that you are beginning to understand what's in it for you, you must understand who you are to God. That is why you have to have that personal relationship. That is why you have to accept Jesus Christ. That is why you have to believe that he died and rose for your sins. And that is why you have to confess that you are a sinner and that you are in need of his love, his mercy, and his grace. And you just have to ask him with that sincere heart and just trust him in that process. Because he started something so wonderful in you. And as we start this new series, who you are to God, my question is, do you know who you are? You know, growing up, you know, as a teenager, we thought about what we wanted to do. And, you know, somebody even told us, you're going to be a preacher, you're going to be a teacher, you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be a lawyer, you're going to play sports. And sometimes it don't work out that way. Because we they don't teach us to pray and ask God to lead us the way he will have us to go. And when I was a teenager, I wasn't thinking about the typical things that most teenagers are thinking about when they want to grow up, grow up. I was praying to God to help me be a good mother and a good wife. That prayer later changed because I wanted to be a godly mother and a godly wife because there is a difference. 
And, you know, most of us are not thinking about what God wants us to be when we grow up. We just listening to families and friends and the world, and we will never reach the standards or achieve what they have set before us. You know, some of us go to college and like me, I changed my major five times. I just got a degree when I was 40 something years old. Um, and, and, and then when we're in those career, we have these midlife crises and we're not satisfied. And we, we go through these things of trying to find ourselves. That's because we don't know who we are and we don't know who we are to God. We join these clubs, these sororities. We go to the best churches. We, we, we hang out with the people and we even live in the best neighborhoods because we're trying to figure out who we are. And then because we're not satisfied because God left a longing in us, we turn to these addictions because we, we don't know what to do. We are stressed out. We are losing our minds. Do you know who you are? We tried these personality tests trying to fit in well, and, and see where my gifts are. We take these gift tests at church. We just trying to find us, you know, and, 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 and sometimes we allow our age to limit us. We think like Sarah, we're too old or Jeremiah, we're too young. But this is when you need to know who you are to God. Or we can be like Gideon. We think that we don't have enough experiences. We too small. We don't know enough. Or you can just run because you know God is calling you. You know what you are to God. You know what you're supposed to be doing. So you might be like Jonah. You just run. Or you can be like Peter. After a failure, you just go back to what's familiar. Lord, it never works out. I'm just going to stay in this job. I'm just going to do this because I. this is what I know. Once again, do you know who you are? It could be a lack of faith. Look at disciples. They spent so many years with Jesus, watching him doing miracle after miracle and that lack of faith. And they would ask Jesus, why we can't do this? And he would say, oh, you a little faith. So this week, as we go into this series, I want you to realize who you are. And if I had to introduce this with a topic, It would be don't devalue yourself because you are a worthy cause. And we're going to look at 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. And it says this, see what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. See, you are a child of God. And that is what we are. Don't let nobody tell you anything less. The reason the world does not know us is that they did not know him. Verse two says, dear friends, now we are the children of God and what we have not yet been made, what will have not yet been made known, but we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is. Y'all, it don't, that's why it goes back to the process, trusting the process. We can't even begin to experience what God is doing and what he's bringing out of us because we don't know who we are. We don't know what, who we are to God. And when you think of verse one, do you realize that your self-worth is based on the fact that God loves you 
and he calls you his child. Yeah, I know, you know, you probably got some great parents and you probably came from something mighty. But you know what? It's got to be like Paul. That means nothing. But to know that God loves you and calls you his child. Now, that's a real honor. And you have to believe what this verse is saying to you or you will continue to deal with those feelings of inferiority, insecurity, inadequacy. You will continue to think that you're not good enough. You don't know enough. Your thoughts of disappointing God and others and yourself that will keep you in those feelings of unworthiness. And y'all, that is a lie from the pits of hell. Stop devaluing yourself because you are a worthy cause. You have to stop seeing yourself through your wrong choices, through your failures, through your past, through your rejections. Because John 3.16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's love, y'all. That's a great love. You have been forgiven and you are loved beyond any human love that you could ever imagine. And this love, it said he lavished it on us. That means you smothered in it. You know how you get your kids or your grandkids and you just, and you just keep on, especially if you ain't seen them in a while. That's how God is with us every day. He has smothered us. He has showered us and he has loaded us with his love. We are encamped around it. And he started in the beginning in Genesis 1, 27. It says, God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. You know what? Think about this. The fact that God created you to be like him. Now, if you don't know that's love, then you know we, you know, we hear this negative stuff, or you just like your mama, or you just like your daddy, or you just like somebody in your family. Well, guess what? Tell them, mm -mm, I'm just like my heavenly father and my big brother because I was made in his image. Y'all got to fight the word with the word of God when you start hearing this negative talk. You tell them, mm -mm, I am a child of the most high God. Look at me. Don't you see the glory? And then Genesis 2 and 7, it says, Then the Lord God formed a man from dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. Now, I love playing in dirt when I was a child, but I hate dusting. But the fact that God took his very breath, you know that red clay dirt here in Mississippi or some sand on the beach? I'm just thinking about different dirt. And how sometimes when it get in our mouth and ugh, we trying to dust it off. Well, this is what God did to us. He took this dust and he took his lips. If I could give him lips. And he said, now you have life. I'm talking about that love, y'all. That's why we can't devalue ourselves because of the worthy cause, what he did for us. The fact that you have the breath of God in you and the fact that he took the time to create you in your in his own image 
should make a jump up and shout hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord because you are somebody. You are a child of the most high God. John 1 and 12 says us, but to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. God's children are those who both receive Jesus as Lord and believe in his name as the risen Messiah. Say it out loud. I am the child of God. I belong to God. He knows my name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Accept this fact. Everyone will not like you. It said it in his word. They rejected Jesus. They're going to reject you. They can't understand you. They can't understand God's glory. You will never please everyone. You don't have to. Jesus didn't try. And guess what? You don't have to either. Don't devalue yourself any longer. You are a worthy cause. You may not have seen it from your parents, your teachers. You may not see it from your children or your spouse. But I want you to know that you belong to somebody, that you are somebody. Verse two, it says, when you know what the word says about you and who you are, you can speak it out loud with boldness and declare it with power because we already know what the world think about us. We already know with people that just can't accept our mindsets. They call us lunatics. They tell us that don't take all that. You have to speak it out loud. You have to speak God's word back to you. God, you said I am chosen. You told me I am dearly loved. You called me a saint. You said I am free. You told me I was more than a conqueror. I am an overcomer. I am a mighty man of valor. I am a child of the most high God. I am saved. I am healed. I am delivered. And God, I thank you that I am not condemned. You got to get this head knowledge. You can't just know it in your head, this truth. You must believe it to the depths of every fiber of your being. You have to embrace it. You have to accept the truth in these verses so that when trials and tribulations come your way, your faith will remain stable. You will have a heart of gratitude and you will be assured that God is with you and he will never, ever, ever leave or forsake you. My sisters and my brothers, times are going to get even harder. This pandemic was hard, but it's going to continue to get harder. Life will continue to be unfair and cruel. Your back will be against the wall. You will have low points and the enemy, he will continue to attack you. We have witnessed so much in the last year during this pandemic. Our presidential election, the uprising and the unjust killing of innocent black men and women. So it's not going to get easier. This is why you have to know who you are. Because knowing who you are can help you do what God has called you to do. 
You have to keep fighting. You have to keep pressing. You have to keep going. You have to be convinced that God loves you with an everlasting love. He said this in Jeremiah 31 and 3. Romans 8 and 35 and 39 says nothing can separate you from the love of God. And you have to know, as Romans 5, 8 put it, that even when you were a sinner, God loved you. Yes, he did. I'm talking about stop devaluing yourself because you are a worthy cause. Ephesians 2 and 4 says, because of his great love for you, our God, who is rich in his mercy, who made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our transgressions, it is by grace that you have been saved. Y'all, that's real love. Because you know, it ain't too many folks going to love us in our wrong. We've seen marriages break up time and time again. We've seen people get fired from jobs. We've seen kids disown their parents. We have seen Facebook turn against you, but God never does because he sees something valued in you. He has put a worthy cause in you. Don't give up. Don't undervalue God's mercy and his grace. Never give up. You can go under, you can go over, you can go around, you can go through, but never give up. His grace is more powerful than any man's condemnation. His kindness is stronger than any man's cruelty. His mercy is mightier than any, anybody's judgment on you. And his love is braver and is bigger and is brighter than any fear that over tries to overtake you. Sisters and brothers, God is just too good to us. And he's trying to create a disciple out of you because that's what this podcast is about. It is about making you into a disciple of Jesus Christ so you can withstand the things that are going to come up against you. He tries to try and and pour it out in you and he does it in a way that he gets the glory. Because like I said, he has put too much into you. And if the churches would start getting more into ministry, getting and, 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 and being about reaching those who faith have failed or who don't even have faith right now, to, to get through this pandemic, to get through times that's going to be harder. We got to make disciples. You got to know who you are. You got to get it in your head and in your mind. And it's got to come out. You got to be like, I don't know who. For God, I stand. And for God, I die. You got to get bold. You got to get that holy boldness in your shoulders. And you got to brush some stuff off. People ain't going to like you except that. They ain't going to like who God is changing you to. Accept that. You have to. Because we can't worry about it. We got to do what God has called us to do. Hey, and if they want to join and see the goodness and the mercy and the love of God, hey, let them do it. Don't fight them. Because they need Jesus too. They may not realize it, but they do. I want to thank you. But I want you, I, I, I want you to stop 
Today, stop devaluing yourself because you are a worthy cause. Please, please. I'm telling you, I want you to be so confident in who you are and who you and how you walk that guess what? You won't even be able to stand yourself. <laughs> I'm talking about for real. I want you to feel so good about who you are in Jesus Christ that you just can't stand yourself because you done got this boldness and, and hey, you walking and you spreading that stuff out. And I just thank you. I thank you for taking the time to hear this word and, and, and to be about God's business. Continue to, to, to stand for God. Continue to live for God. And I hope that you are feeling right. I'm in love with God all over again. And I hope you're feeling this kind of love that I'm feeling. Just how much he loves me and I love him. So as we finish up... I, I I want you to continue to walk into what I have shared with you. Dive into who you are to God and ask yourself, do I know who I am? Do you know who you are? Well, I hope by next week you can tell me who you are. And we're going to continue up with this. I'm going to deviate a little bit. Um, I'm going to study Psalms 34, 17 to 19. Because like I said, Mother's Day is coming up. Happy Mother's Day. Um, and we have a lot of emotions going on in this month. You know, even though Memorial Day is for those that have served in this country that have passed away, um, we think about those we have lost. And during this time, there's a lot of grief and a lot of mourning. And I just want to share with you and talk to you about the God of comfort and how he is so close to our brokenheartedness and how he He keeps us together when we think we are falling apart. So please, sir, please, ma'am, study Psalms 34, 17 through 19 and once again, I'm going to give those three gift cards away, Amazon, Walmart, Visa. I may get four or five, depends on how y'all make me feel on June the 1st. I'm going to pull out of that hat again. And I want to thank you for joining this podcast uh, this week. As you know, there's a new episode uploaded every Thursday starting at 6 a.m. And that is Central Time, I think. It, one of them. <laughs> I think 5 a.m. is Central Time. Okay. Yeah, 6 a.m. is for Central Time, folks. And sisters and brothers, I just want you to remember that it takes grace to make it. I love you. And it ain't nothing you can do about it except love me back. Have a great week. And once again, happy Mother's Day to those spiritual mothers, to those that have stepped in the gap. Happy Mother's Day and be blessed and be continue to be a blessing. Mm, bye.